This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, the mighty Manly Seagulls showered in glory as they become the eternal Holden Cup champions. The Penrith Panthers reserve grade side completely dominate an international team to become Australian world champions. We return from the most successful Twill Nation meetup ever with no one getting robbed and left for dead in a park. Plus, we look back on all the action from the grand final day and the conclusion of the 2017 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 275 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. 275 is a nice round number. I just realised. Shame it wasn't like next week, like the Twillies one. Um, Why is nice round, oh, Just a nice round number to round off the season. You know, like... What are you going like all fucking those, beautiful like, mind? One of those, one of those mi- mini sort of, you know, like sub-fucking like milestone-y, you know, like... <laughs> Two not, or three-quarter centuries. It's not, a, it's not an even hundred, <laughs> and it's not a 50, which is, you know, another raise the bat, but, you know... Tell you what, though, if we were the Sharks, we'd have a fucking commemorative Mate, poster. I would, I'd put a printout for 275 all day, every day. Fuck yeah. And, uh, how you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, um... Look... When when you get what'd you go to on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> when you get one weekend away from, you know, the family and responsibilities, Wife and kids and responsibility and so forth. Yeah, you know, meet up with a fucking great bunch of people like Twill Nation. Yep. Something in the back of your head. It it it's like, you know, when when you get in and, and play a footy carnival for the first yeah. time in a couple of years. Yeah. In your head. You fucking you're able to sidestep like Benji, <laughs> but uh, but what the body can actually do is a different story. That's what the body can actually do. This is a beautiful thing. The body can do a fucking lot, as it turns out. It's just the recovery time takes longer than when you. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> if drinking had an ACL, I've done both of them. <laughs> so so you you're pretty much out for a year, but you'll be back in time for next year's one. Oh god! Hopefully for the Kangaroos tour. <laughs> It was um, a fantastic weekend. I was, I was, I was looking at a, an old Facebook thing, like this Facebook on this day sort of memories that come up, and there was one, I had one, uh, and it was like that, that This Is The End movie, you've seen that movie, right? Yes. It's like the Gangnam Style thing, where it's just like all shooting light. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but that's that's pretty much my, what I remember from this weekend. Fantastic. <laughs> um, we'll get into some other stuff first, but we'll talk about the meetup in a bit. Um, a couple of things in the mailbag. Uh, Tall Hayden said, I'm looking forward to Stepdad creating his off-season podcast where he discusses his other passions, vaping and gaping. It's a pretty catchy title. It is. I mean, really, if you've seen you vaping once and gaping, I mean, you know, that video starts with the car crash through the fucking shop front. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be on the uh, vape hipster train. And off the uh, the proper diaries, I tell you, you got the phone. Fo- see, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not that up with the whole vaping thing. I mean, what I know is basically just, you know, from you and just you know seeing you always duck yeah. out, have a cigarette after whatever, you know, uh, a vape after we finish recording and stuff, and to see Sharky Dave rocking with his fucking 
Look like this. Yeah. <laughs> this old, like, it looked like this, this DIY, like sort of like like pickle Rick version of a vape thing with all this, this heavy duty motherfucking thing. <laughs> that that kind of had a fucking smoke machine in his yeah. hand. Was, but um, they're great. Yeah. Well, you, you remember early on, I did a guest episode. Yeah. We stopped for three cigarette breaks. Fuck yeah. During the two hours. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah. And now it's just like you know. Bit of vape afterwards, and you probably get you probably get one going on the way That's over it. as well. And plus, if you're sneaky, you can do it on planes. Oh, you can. Vapes on a but, plane. Yeah, <laughs> tired of these motherfuckers vapes. <laughs> <laughs> Although, let me tell you, that wasn't the case coming back on Monday <laughs> on Monday morning. Speaking of planes, <laughs> yes. If old mate from the Northern Territory has managed how to work his podcast app, welcome. Sh- shout out to him. Yep. And uh, he'll be listening to us from uh, from steamy Chiang Mai in Thailand at the moment, I would suggest. Good on you, son. But good, uh, yeah, welcome. Uh, good good, good playing companion. Good chatting on the way down. Fuck and, yeah, uh, what a legend. And uh, where are we? Paul Mack underscore 78 on the subject of footy. With Richmond winning the AFL and Castleford in the ESL grand final, does this mean the end of hash Tigers in decline? Well, look, let's see about Castleford because they were so fucking far out ahead this year. They were such a dominant side. And to fucking barely scrape through with a field goal to get into the grand final after being down, you know, that was that was a decline for them. Uh, so we'll see how they go. But uh, Tigers in decline never ended. The one truism is that just when you think it's going to end, it comes back stronger than ever. So uh, well, let's look at this scientifically. Okay. For something to decline, it needs to be in a position to decline. It needs to elevate itself first. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So Richmond winning, well, there's nowhere they can go now. So. But decline. Exactly. Even if they finish second. Exactly. So it's it's not the end. It's almost an assurance. It's almost a guarantee, yeah. Mm. Did you see that Jack Rewald shit, though? The what? That guy. The Jack Rewald in the, in the, the AFL stuff. No. He's a, he he's, he was in, in the winning side. Yeah, he got a couple of goals and stuff. Uh, yeah. And yeah, contributed to the, the win. But what a loose individual. He goes in, in, in before the... Before, like, the killers are playing the pre-game thing. And they're playing the post thing. And so he calls up the, their publicity team or whatever through the week and goes, look, if I, if we win... Like, that, Sam's Town's, like, my favourite album of all time. Can I, can I get up on stage with them? And they're like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. And then, so, they won... And so he's just hanging around there afterwards at this concert after the game, and then the PR team come out, all right, it's on, let's go. So he goes up there and sings a song with them, like Mr. Bright, Mr. Brightside. But um, did you see his photos that he was doing, like the team, the grand final winning photos? No. I have to do the, I have to do it visually for you, but he's he got the photo, you know, of the team all there, like on the podium, and they got their medals, and they're like, yeah, you know, and there's streamers and shit flying around, and he's standing up there like this in the photo, he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's <laughs> fantastic doing the um the the circle index of finger yes, and thumb and if you look at smack it you in the, the... smack you in the well you know some people say smack you in the arm but around these parts it means smack you in the dick really so yeah punching the balls so, yep yeah, that's a that's the way you play it in the big leagues Oof. and uh, <laughs> and so uh, and then he then he put a picture on Instagram when he was ten years ago when he was seventeen winning like you know whatever the junior comp was that they won in Tasmania where he was same thing. He's like ten years, ten years trolling, planning in the making. <laughs> They're going again. So, um, what a great bloke. We need characters like that in rugby league. You know, rather than you got that versus free, free Kieran Loveridge. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I know what kind of larrikin act- activity I'd prefer. But um, 
Hey, speaking of uh, of uh, freeing Kieran Loveridge. Oh, let's World Cup that in its own yeah, section. Yeah, all right. You knew where I was going, oh, right? Fuck. I was just going to say, I mean, the 50 grand he could have made for a, playing for Australia in the in the World Cup. Could have freed I mean, him. Could have bought, could have, well, freed him from anal rape. I mean, he could have bought a lot of cigarettes for a lot of dudes. No, you can't smoke in prisons anymore. You're kidding. So yeah. what's the currency now? Is it just straight up ass? Ramen. Ramen? <laughs> Motherfucking ramen. <laughs> like two minute noodles. <laughs> nah, fuck no. Oh they, oh, they got the good shit, do they? Well, look. Come on, they don't have the good shit. All, all the knowledge I have of prison life yeah. is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I see all mine's from fucking like Oz, which is further back. Yeah. <laughs> and had a lot more anal rape. <laughs> so, so apparently, you know, you only get the very basic ramens, your beef, chicken. Okay. But, you know, you can get some, you know, cr- crispy shrimp cracker ramen. Okay. <laughs> Running that shit. Maybe some Australian prison people could contact us and let us know what's working these days. If there was somebody that worked in corrections yeah. and wasn't perma banned from Twitter, maybe they could fucking get us up. Yeah, well, you know, that's, you know, that's, is, there, is there a new, I mean, outside, you're working outdoors, and, you, know, he, he, you know, given that he manages chain gangs, like, <laughs> maybe you can smoke out there because you're out in, out, in the, out in the open air. Well, yeah, true, but you know, maybe that's where all the illegal ramen's changing hands. People are driving past, just yeah. waking the shit out the window. Maybe. Well, that's like the way that, that's the transfer thing. You know, instead of the filing the cake, it's like someone driving past and you're know, throwing fucking like you know care packages and then they're, they're just like, oh yeah, yoink. Would that be shit? You get it confused, and the druggo's in the toilet, been waiting three weeks. He opens it up and he's just. Snorting sweet chilli. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Rock said, uh, with 280 characters each episode of This Week in Legal last five hours next year. Hashtag pray for Nate and Ray. You had a couple of Rays, but not too many. Yeah, a couple. It was a couple. Yeah, it was a couple. Probably a couple more than you would have liked, but doesn't a couple me. less than I would have thought. Doesn't phase me. Yeah. You're happy being Ray. Uh, tool tourists, well, we were the fucking tool tourists this week, but um, <laughs> Special K Online is uh, one of the funniest days slash nights I've had in a long time. Tool Nation is full of great people, and uh, Sharky Dave 44, the MVP, oh. did he did he deliver a good account of himself or what? Fucking Yo Dave. Yo Dave. Uh, ben Dunn 43, another sensational Tool Nation meetup yesterday, paying for it today, and uh, life is a thigh day. Woke up with my wallet, phone, and keys, FML. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing that you didn't realise. So I don't think you saw. You didn't see him. No. So so life is a thigh day. If you remember, he was the he was the dude that fell asleep in the park up there, uh, like on Crown Street in Surrey Hills, and and uh, he passed out drunk up there waiting for an Uber, and got all his wallet and keys and grand final tickets and everything stolen off his uh, presumably dead body because <laughs> he was fucking blind. Um, this year. I'm like, okay, I'm going to look after you and keep a fucking eye on you. And when you're leaving, you come and tell me and make sure you get into a cab or whatever, you know, wherever you're going. We're not getting a repeat of last year. I rock up on, on Sunday to the venue, the, the Edinburgh Castle, which was a great venue. I mean, that, I, I dare say that's, you know, pretty much the, this is the venue now, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got the bar upstairs, plenty of room, uh, good TV up there anyway. But then you've got like the outdoors, like garden sort of deck out the back and food was pretty cracking too yeah food was good and then downstairs they they um got us a couple of tables for the the you know with the giant screen yeah. like you know projector screen or whatever for the grand final itself so very good venue they looked after us um 
but uh, what was I saying? Your life is a Friday. So he rocks up and on his left arm, he's got like, he doesn't have a cast, but he's got a splint and it's all like, you know, bandaged on there. I'm like, what the fuck? So as it turns out, he went to the, he, he was, uh, went to the meetup before the uh, Penrith Broncos game at Suncorp. And uh, I, I was talking to him there. We left and after he left, a fight broke out somewhere. He stepped in to try and, you know, sort of simmer the guys down. And one of the guys, the guy on his left, grabbed his arm and sort of ripped and twisted it and fucking broken or sprained something on his arm. This dude can't go to a meetup. Like this, this now the grand final one, as far as I know, he came up to me and said, I'm, I'm heading off. And I said, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, how, where are you going? To my hotel. How are you getting there? Uber. Do you want me to go downstairs and wait for the Uber? No, it's downstairs now. Like, all right. So... <laughs> Correlation is not causation, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 2-1 now. We pulled one back with the grand final day one. <laughs> but uh, it was dicey there. Uh, just, I, I, I guess we can do the grand final thing now. It was, uh, it was fantastic. Um, the members' function on the Saturday night was great. That was uh, designed to be a, a low-key affair, and it was pretty low-key. It was like it was a very manageable good sized crowd there yeah. of members uh, we got to meet and um, and have good chats with uh, Gordon from Sportsmate for example it was the first time I've actually met face to face it was excellent that he came up um, and uh, yeah great chats with him and plus a lot of uh, you know stalwart sort of characters that have been around and, for and some big and journeys so people dro- you know drove or flew a long yeah. way to get for the members dinner yeah exactly which I mean, was fantastic got, got to meet people like Elle and Bethany and um some others for the first time. Solzy drove um, a long way. Great to see Solzy again. Yep. Mario drove a long way. And Very long way. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And uh, so it was just it was just great. Uh, and uh, you know the venue the venue was fantastic. And it was to be a, a low key night. It wasn't quite as low key as I had hoped um, in terms of alcohol consumption and stuff. But it was still all right. It was, you know, it wasn't, yeah. certainly wasn't massive. Um, Tell you what, Surrey Hills, thank Christ, that had a good breakfast spot. Oh, fucking old fucking Pablo Escobar's or wherever we went to. Yeah. That bacon egg roll was just fucking legit. That's it. But uh, the way my night ended on that Saturday night, when Super Grover, Melbourne Storm fan, wearing an absolutely fucking diabolical, repugnant purple army camouflage jersey of purple, uh, maroon and, and yellow camouflage, just atrocious. Um, confuse the enemy. You'd be invisible in a sea of cunts. That's about the only. I was going to say confuse imagine. the enemy. They don't know if you're a tree or a cunt. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, well, there's a thing. If it was like a, a Melbourne, it was some kind of three-way playoff for for you know the cuntest team in the competition between the Cowboys, between Queensland State of Origin, Broncos, and the Storm. You wouldn't you you wouldn't see. You'd be fucking invisible in there. True. In jersey. Um, so it was really an ultimate an ultimate hedges jersey as well. But he at the end of the night or towards the end of the night says, well. Pulls out from a little uh, sauce caddy. He you should say we were in a Mexican restaurant. Well, yeah. Well, let's 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 be real. We're at El Loco. Motherfuckers know how that goes. And they pull out the uh, the El Yucateco or whatever it is, uh, some, some kind of ridiculous death habanero sauce. And he's like, "All right, we're doing laybacks of this." And I'm like, "I'd had enough to drink that you know I'm, I could be very easily led into stupid challenges like this." So he he took a took a good swig. And so I took a good swig of it, and uh, yeah, we were suffering. And he came back from the bar with like two big glasses of ice water. Does obviously does nothing <laughs> at all. And we're burning, and then he's like, "I'm going again." I mean, you're a fucking idiot. So he takes another big swig, and then uh, I'm like, and he's like, "We're just talking and suffering," and and he's like, "Hang on, 
I've done two and you've only done one. And I said, yeah, I was, the challenge was to do it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fucking manly fans, uh, bitches. I go, oh, all right, grab it again, another swig. And uh, then uh, then the, the barman comes out with like a, a plastic glass full of like spears, like of cucumber cut lengthways. And I thought, well, that's, that's, uh, courteous <laughs> it's very courteous it still does fucking nothing because this is after i've explained to, to to dave and he's missing that you need to have something hot like a cup of coffee or hot water or you know like in japan when i do have like miso soup or something, something like that to get rid of it but uh so we have the, the cucumber it turns out dave is like he's not allergic to cucumber he just really really hates it so he starts yeah. spewing up cucumber uh thoroughly still, losing the whole challenge still the best thing about that yeah. was after that night yeah right so there was grover he was okay. You were hurting. Yep. I was hurting. Yep. Old mate Ben Dunn. Oh, right? Well, first, he took a swig. Five minutes after we finished the challenge, we're good. Yeah. Grover goes over and convinces him into swigging some of it. And I swear, for 45 minutes. But that And that was the best thing. We're leaving. Yep. We're outside. We put Bethany in a cab. Yep. And, and next to us, there was a group of young ladies, and one of them had obviously had too much to drink. And been dumped by her boyfriend. <laughs> I don't remember. And I'm, something. I never and was bawling her eyes out. I don't remember this at all. Okay. And so Ben's Ben's there with this fucking chili sauce in his mouth, and he's looked over at her and gone, "The fuck are you crying about, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. At all. So I didn't see that at all. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, tell you what. <laughs> oh, and then uh, and. It was interesting because uh, yeah, ben, ben, Benny came back to where we were staying and he lasted all of <laughs> two and a half minutes <laughs> before falling sound asleep on our floor. Not even under the, under all, the blanket. All fucking seven foot of him. <laughs> <laughs> on the kitchen floor, the, the floor of our apartment. So that was, uh, and, he was, and he was asleep after we got up. <laughs> the poor little fella. Yes. I, he, I also learned not to operate the air conditioner drunk. I was, trying, yeah. I was trying to be courteous and set it to a nice temperature because the poor fucker didn't have a blanket. But he woke up and it was 34 degrees in the apartment. <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't get my aircon to work in my room. And, and I was like, it's, it's a little bit warm. And I'm like, we didn't have to start till midday the next day. So I'm like, it doesn't matter what happens the first night. We can fucking like sleep until like 11 a.m. if we have right. to. And yeah, actually, I was actually like, you know, even if it's a quiet one, I could sleep until 11 a.m. No and catch up on yeah. work, no kids, like all that shit. And I uh, woke up at about seven and it was just fucking boiling. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Sorry. get my aircon to work. Um, then my aircon was working the next night, though. I didn't turn it on. I don't know how, what happened. I don't know if the the, the staff did it or mm. if the, the, the lady, the pole, did it when she was in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole other story. It is. But um, tremendous weekend, and and yeah, and the venue was fantastic. So uh, uh, just the layout of it, the size of it was great too. I mean, everyone had some, everyone had space, and you know, a lot of people were coming with like, you know, there'd be like one member, and they'd bring like, you know, they'd be travelling with like another couple or two members or two other people, and and the the ins and outs were fantastic. Yep, and uh, people would come and go as you know, depending on when they wanted to go to the ground, if they were going to the ground, or if they weren't, you know, they could turn up. So we just had like this influx of people there. It was like full the whole time, and people coming, people going, and I really, uh, personally, I really loved having like a longer time function because normally we kind of we sort of the, the El Loco one, you know, previously would start at midday. 
and we'd be thinking about we'd have to kind of go at three three thirty to head to the ground. So you start saying goodbye at two and yeah, yeah, and then and then yeah. and what and what you end up doing is going, people are like, oh, you aren't you supposed to be fucking going to the ground now? And you're like, oh fuck, got to get out of here, go and, yeah. and you're gone. This time, I mean, I felt like I could sort of move around to every table of people and sit down and like have a chat to them, you know, for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and it wasn't rushed. Apologise if we didn't get to you. Yeah. I feel like I got to everybody, um, but I'm happy to be corrected if I'm wrong. I felt I felt like I I was really trying to get around to everybody. Um, your stepdad was late as fuck, so you may not have. Yeah. You may have missed the first wave of people because you were quite late. Thanks, special K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, just uh, tremendous, tremendous. Thank you, everyone who made the effort to come around. Thank you for the, eff- the, the people who made the effort to come from very long distances. To, to be there as well and, uh, and and thank you for the first timers as well that we we never actually met before and uh, it was great to see some new faces as well as um, the old stalwarts and uh, and for fucking conducting yourselves in a way that was absolutely fucking enjoyable zero RSAs as far as as far yeah. as I can recall and absolutely no cuntiness yep yep and look and we had some there were there was some potential disaster zones like a little mate Irish Tiger champion fuck Irish Tiger he was there he was there little fucking him and Solzy I think were finishing off the bar tab yeah after you gone even yeah and so uh, and he was he was heading for a spectacular let me just put this Irish Tiger is dead set fucking 12 years old too 12 years so. old if he's a day and well look look, look he's, he's, a, he's a very young looking he's kept his looks you know, amazingly, he's a youthful-looking fellow, smashing it. He was he was heading for disaster, yeah, I, but had I, the good I, sense to I, get into the water and the KFC. <laughs> and then I went down when I when I got something to eat. I, I think I bought a, a basket of chips and gave them to him as well. And I really, I really hope. Yep. He's ended up shagging that barmaid because he put in some yards. Oh, he reminded me of a young Solzy. Actually, if not, I have a number because I booked the thing through her. So <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> But yeah, fantastic meetup. Thank you to everybody that came. If you didn't get a chance this year, book it in your diary next year. Yeah, definitely, Fabulous definitely stuff. next year. And uh, and it, I mean, the, like the area for the meetup was great as well. But even like the fact that they had like the big, the giant screen downstairs as well, and they were like, okay, God, they, they were they they took care of us and it's like, like, look, the game's about to start, so we've got all these tables cordoned off for you guys downstairs. If you want to shift downstairs to watch the game and everything? Yeah, and we're like just drinking and shit. Really, the game's about to start. Let's go. <laughs> I, I didn't even see Macklemore. Like, <laughs> I had no fucking idea. Like, we, we went down when they were coming out of the tunnel, pretty much. So. Great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Grand tremendous. final itself. Grand final itself. Well, we'll, get, we, we'll do that when we get into it, or we'll do our recaps, or... Yeah? Oh, I suppose there's World Cup news. There's, stru- there's, there's structure to the show. Have you forgotten already? It's not muck updates. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> There's some structure. We'll get into that. First thing, though, I mean, the, the the semi-finals we had weren't that amazing. Obviously, you know, the storm absolutely fucking analing Brisbane and everything you know, like yeah. last week. Yeah. In England, though, both thrillers. So on that note, we shall cross true. over to the boys for this week in Ben Promory, and they can take you through it.
Now then lads, Tom and Mark here from the Super League Padre to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. We start with Thursday, Thursday's first semi-final, which was an absolute classic. Tabletop as Cass eventually won an eventful game 23-22 with a Luke Gale drop goal from his deathbed. But that's a small part of the story. Cass started well, then Saints, inspired by James Roby, got a half-time lead. Cass again started the second half well. Big plays by Paul McShane and Adam Milner getting them a 10-point lead. But you never write off the Saints, as they say. And with them scoring three tries in the last 10 to take the lead... NRL reject Ryan Morgan looked like he would be the hero, scoring on 77 minutes to give Saints that lead. He quickly became the villain, though, with a stupid penalty on the hooter, allowing Man of Steel, Luke Gale, to the chance to tie the scores, which sent the game into extra time, and the rest is history. Then on Friday night at Headingley, Leeds held on four and just about did enough to earn their 18 points to 16 win over Hull FC. As with most of the year, much of what Leeds did well came from the distribution of Matty Parcell. Despite tries from Gazellis, Mahe, Fanua and Sikamanu for Hull, Leeds did slightly better with their goal kicking and now take their place in a record equaling 10th grand final. Moving on to Saturday at a soggy Lee Sports Village, we saw a bright start to the million pound game by Homeside Lee. That was as much as we did see from them though, as Greg Bird returned from suspension to inspire his Catalan Dragons to a 26-10 win and a dominant second half. Lee sent Lee sent back to the championship as Lewis Tierney, Sam Mower, Luke Walsh et al. saved French Rugby League. So all that means that this season's showpiece event at Old Trafford will see Castleford Tigers take on the Leeds Rhinos to decide who will lift the Super League trophy for 2017. And at the other end of the table, Lee Centurions take their place for 2018 in the Championship. And thanks for those boys. Thanks for their contributions all through the season. And don't forget, at the Super League pod. And uh, is it always the case that the, that the English... I feel like this season especially, it's lined up very well maybe it's because the world cup year or something i don't know but it feels like it's lined up very well with our season it doesn't usually finish like within a week of ours i the only thing that that i always think of is when we're doing the world club challenge yep they're still fresh and just after their yeah season and our guys guys have had six or eight weeks off or something yeah on the piss yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're finishing almost lined up. So uh, yeah, at Super League Pod for those guys, and once again, thank you very much for the contributions throughout the season. Um, now what do we have here? General stuff. We've spoken about the grand final day. That was amazing. Next year, what we will try and do, we'll say it now, just so we can, people can remind us and make us do it. We're gonna try and get the membership out earlier. I think next year as well. And if if you've uh, ever been on the fence about membership this year, especially, I think it was uh, it, it was especially worthwhile, um, given the fantastic weekend that we had and the members only uh, dinner the night before and stuff like that. Yeah. And for me, it was just fantastic to eat some of the food at El Loco because I've probably been there five years in a row now, and drunk hundreds of <laughs> liters of alcohol there. <laughs> but I'm not sure I've ever really eaten anything, and if I have, tasted it and remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> until until <laughs> last Saturday night. So, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to those guys as well. Finally, the last thing is the Twillies. Now, at this stage, we should make a decision. We can make the decision while we're recording and people can listen to us, our decision-making process. I, my thought was that the Twillies would be Friday week. So that would be Friday the 13th of October. Should we do it Friday the 13th or should we leave it another week to, to let the voting go even longer 
At this stage, I think the voting will commence probably on Saturday, which will be Saturday the, what, 7th? Shall we leave it go longer, or... or I would say, enough? let's not make a firm decision now. Yep. Let's wait and see what happens with things like World Cup, etc. Yep. And if there's a shitload of stuff to talk about one week, we'll just do the Twillies that week as well, or... Okay, but Whatever. yeah, the voting. I'll try and get the voting up on the uh, on the Saturday, so you'll be listening to this. Uh, if you're listening as it comes out on Friday, and uh, yeah, and uh, I'll get them up probably on the Saturday because I've got a very big, busy, busy Friday this week. And and um, if you don't fucking vote for Nathan Cleary in every position, I will hunt you down like fucking Jay and Silent Bob. This, at the end of the and we we uh, had some had some uh, like questionnaires for members and things like that this this weekend as well for them to um. We did have the questionnaires. We had them giving ta- the questionnaires we had ta- to we, the members. We had them to take them to the members function, and someone left them at the hotel, and that's okay because we had a function on the Sunday, so that's cool. And then there was even a reminder to someone to bring them on the Sunday. And then there was, and even that someone that was going to bring them on the Sunday even said, "Look, I'm going to put them in front of the door. I'm going to put them by the door, in front of the door, or something." Can't possibly forget them. And then that someone who was very late to the function anyway uh, comes without them. And so we had, you know, it wasn't an official after party or anything. It just turned out that, you know, a number of people, you know, gravitated back to our apartment afterward. And uh, they... What happened to that? Did you pick them up? I got them, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I, no, I, I grabbed them because, like, fuck knows where they'd be if I didn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I collected them all up after in the, the in the destruction of the after party. Okay. And uh, put them in the envelope and stuck okay. them in my bag. I'm like, all right, I haven't, I haven't even opened the envelope up again. I haven't even looked at them. Um, are they blank? I, I, don't, I don't know. But in any case, hopefully... Because people would have been so fucked up when they filled them up too. So yeah. here's hoping that we've got some reasonable clear-headed ideas otherwise you and I have got a big fucking Saturday finalising the nominees for every segment it may even be an idea yeah if I send you that template yeah to email it out to members and to say members. Yeah, send it yeah, if you've already idea. if you've already filled it in yeah don't worry about it yeah yeah. but then flick it back to us so everyone can have their say no it's a good idea good idea Righto, news this week, World Cup squad starting to be uh, coming or coming together, starting to be finalised. The big one was um, Jason Tamalolo elected to withdraw from consideration for the New Zealand side and in turn declare for Tonga, which uh, the first story we start hearing is that like, oh, he doesn't he doesn't rate Kidwell as a coach or he didn't like the way that Kidwell suspended um, the, the cocaine boys, you yeah. know, Bromwich and um, yep, oh mate, which uh, and Kidwell and his parts like, look, we're building a new Kiwi culture. We don't, you know, we're not standing for that sort of shit. That's fine, but when you have, you know, your one hundred percent starting thirteen, who's almost the best player in the game, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough pill to swallow. Has he officially come out and said it's about Kidwell? No. He then came out. This is what it was about before he said anything. Then afterward, he came out and said, "Look, you know, it's about the you know expansion of the game and blah blah Tonga this and yeah. love Tonga." And blah, blah. I think the truth 
He's somewhere in between. I think doing it for the glory of Tonga is a great is a great story that yep. that totally makes it a, a good guy move. And so I'm not sure. But then then we have uh, Fafita doing the same thing, withdrawing from the Australian side. Yep. Uh, and we had some other. I mean, there, there were other guys that declare for Tonga as well, like I think Manu Mao and uh, a couple others. But they had already apparently they knew weeks ago that that would be the case yeah. like they weren't like these last minute withdrawals or anything like that um but look personally just on on general like swapping of allegiances i'm so fucking cool with it in a world cup situation you look at the tongan side now and they got a fucking legit they got like their side looks legit as fuck they could they could end up being better than new zealand which, yeah, is, uh, which is which is fantastic because fuck New Zealand, I tell you, you know, all all, you know, as ha- having as, second spot by default yeah. is a fucking shit place to be. Yeah, but even when New Zealand had that period when they were, we couldn't beat them for a little while. There, it wasn't long. It was, it was like a two full, games for a little, well, it was, you know, it was, a, it was a couple of years where they were on top. Um, like that made me sick. So it's great to see them fucking the gutter where they belong. <laughs> Look, with, with this thing, like like with a lot of other things in life, yep. I sit down and I realise that I don't have any Pacific Nation heritage in my family. So I I don't have a, a way to, to get in his head and understand why he would make that decision. Yep. If he's done it because culturally uh, that's important to him, then that is absolutely fine. Yep. If he's done it because he wants to take a stance against, you know, the bro code or whatever it is or the culture or, you know, maybe he didn't enjoy his last experience in camp. Yeah. Yep. That's absolutely fine as well. Um I also agree with you 100% that for the international game to flourish, because the thing's always been state of origin. Yeah. It's always been that people are too scared to say, well, I'll, I'll go and play for this nation. Yep. Um, and then I won't be... Eligible to play. State for, of yeah. origin eligible. Yep. And obviously that didn't affect Kiwis, but now that they've relaxed that yep. a little bit, um, we're starting to see something. Yeah, and this is an interesting. I mean, it's it's great to see people doing it when they were actually selected for the powerhouse in quote nations. Yes. Rather than just like, oh well, I didn't get selected for Australia, so then I'll go and find you know where my granny's got a fucking passport to, and represent those guys just so I'm playing yeah, somebody, and, you know. And and it's turned those emerging nations from the guys who will pass their prime for Australia. Yeah, the scraps or fucking Robbie Farah. Yeah. You know, in a play. The one that's got me is our dear friend Fifi. Yep. Right, because now all of a sudden he's rung Mal Meninga, and and he has this allegiance that he feels strongly about. He's passionate. Yep. And he doesn't want to play for the green and gold. Now cast your mind back to the last fucking green and gold selection dilemma that involved Andrew Fafita. And it was when Mal Meninga said, well, we want the kangaroos to not only be the best men on the field, we want them to be men of character off the field. Yep. 
He was going to quit rugby league. Yeah. The kangaroos are so important to me. Yeah. Yep. And it was this, this, this. <laughs> so, Andrew Fafita, you, you absolute flip-flopping piece of shit. Stop trying to grab headlights. Yep. Just... The uh, the other the other person I think needs needs to get a smack in the chops uh, at McDonald's at two a.m. <laughs> fucking Benji Marshall. Oh, I get that he might be you know he feels strongly about representing New Zealand because he cannot anymore. But fucking, are you sure? Don't talk about well. Well, if maybe you, it if might you be were get, a Kiwi selector. Well, it's maybe it's getting to the point where they can where they're going to have to again. But it seemed pretty cut and dry that he won't be. But um. For him to come out and talk about, you know, I've been disrespectful to the jersey that he's been part of for a team for a long time and everything. This is the same guy that fucking trotted out to the press conference in the fucking rugby union yes. jersey. You know? So listen, Benji, let uh, let let he who has never been a cunt cast the <laughs> cast the first stone, <laughs> as first as a line. wise man once said somewhere sometime. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the other one was this story that uh, came out yesterday. And uh, Sam Thido's like, I haven't been picked. But no one told me I hadn't been picked. And I didn't get a phone call. Like, you know, I played for Australia for so long, I should, I, I, I should have got a courtesy call. Um, look, I feel, I, I, you know, there's, there's a number of different ways you can look at it, I think. I don't feel terribly strongly about any of it. But, um, you know, Sam Crido was the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, but then it was like Mal told you know he made a phone call to Blake Ferguson apparently to tell him that he wasn't in so I think if you're fucking making phone calls even though even though well let's face it Blake Ferguson played State of Origin this year played for Australia this year you could reasonably assume that he as much as we don't like him yeah he's in the mix yeah was in the mix because he was very you know very much an incumbent Thide on the other hand he hasn't set the world on fire for you know quite a while now, and he's still got something. There's still stuff in the tank. Like he's still done some good performances out there for the Broncos. Yes, but I think in his position, there's plenty of young talent coming through, and yeah. I don't think he necessarily. I mean, if he's being 100% fair dinkum with himself, I don't think he truly thought that he was getting that call. You know. This whole thing, and <clears throat> whether you think that he should or shouldn't have got a courtesy call, yep. fair enough. And, you know, in, in any situation, the, the coach, the fucking boss in a normal workplace, for whatever reason, is going to be closer with some players than others. Yes. Now, who knows... If he's fucking trying try to call Sam, but missed him, who oh, knows? I don't think there was if, any ever. And there was never any that. If that were the case, yeah, that would have been the first thing we heard about. But then, even if you don't get the call, the fuck is Sam Thiday doing, whinging about it in the media? Yeah. Because well, he didn't. He put an Instagram thing up, and then then it started. The media started coming to him. But we'll see. Instagram is social media. Yeah. And fucking players these days should know that if they put the Instagram oh, post he, up, he knew. Well, I mean, of course he knew exactly. what he, you know what the result would be. Fucking exactly. But if Mel didn't call him, mm-hmm. there's a reason. 
Who yep. the fuck knows what it is, and whether it's a good reason or a bad reason. But putting your little fucking Instagram whinge up there, which is as good as writing a news article these days. As good as putting a 44 on your handle. Then the fucking regular media gets onto it and yep. runs it as a story. What does he think that's going to endear him to Mel Meninga? Well, it, yeah. It, the, just this fucking pure old bullshit gets me. Yep. I deserved a phone call. Great. Then fucking be a man, pick up the phone to Mel and go, look, you know what, Mel? I'm, I'm a little disappointed, honestly, you didn't ring me. Yep. And fucking sort it out with him. Yep. I'm not turning you know? into a big fucking... Yep. Yeah. I, I know you're trying to get a fucking radio career. I know you're trying to, you know, get whatever. And maybe he's just trying to get blown by however many people following him on Instagram, sending him messages to make him feel better. Oh, yo, Sam, you're amazing. Yeah, yeah, should have picked you in the team. Sam, you're amazing. So he's basically just fucking cucked himself for likes. Yeah. Cockhead. Yeah. So, anyway, be a fucking man, Thiday. Yep. And not third man, a man. Be the first man this time. Be first man. Once in your fucking exactly. life, mate. <laughs> Oh, do you have anything else you want to talk about in the new side of things? They were the only two things I really wanted to latch on to. Well, fucking the kangaroo side's now unbeatable. Well, yeah. well Mansour's in and Regan Campbell-Gillard's in, so... And the and the, and the, and the Turbros getting in there and uh, oh, they won't taking control. They won't do anything. Finally. Oh, Jake can tackle. One thing the fucking one thing the Australian side has has lacked consistently over the entire time that I've watched it since since Wally Wanker was a child was a fucking effort. And if there's one thing that Tom Trevojevic will bring, he'll bring the fucking effort face to the Australian side, and they'll see what true effort really means. And uh, as he scores a no doubt a truckload of tries, uh, on- Jake can tackle. The other one's just effort face. Oh, that's the Australian fullback, mate. How's he the Australian fullback? <laughs> You'll see. Like, he, he's an Australian. He, uh, he plays fullback for his club. Mate, that's why he was selected. He was selected to play fullback for Australia, mate. No, he's not. <laughs> it might be against Afghanistan or fucking Look, somebody. If Forrest, if Forrest Gump had a brother, <laughs> Forrest would be picked to make sure the brother comes along. Right? <laughs> But uh, yeah, look, it's uh, it's good that they're picking some uh, fresh blood, fresh blood, and uh, rotating them through. Because what better time than at a World Cup where you've got uh, you know a couple of big games at the tail end, but leading up to it, you know you got some minnows to flog, yeah. and uh, so so it's good to you know see who the next generation. Can we work is out where's the, where's the Lebanon home game? It's uh, it's down. Uh, oh, which field? Or it's in Sydney. But I mean, which? Or do you mean which field? I mean, surely it's like Belmore, can right? Some, can somebody please make a banner that says your schnitzels suck? <laughs> That's a mission that we can that we can assign to Will Nation, oh. and they should be able to deliver someone. Okay, so this should it say like Robbie, your schnitzel suck, or just your schnitzel? No, just it, oh, how how many people in the fucking Lebanese team are going to turn around and go fuck? I own a schnitzel restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> My schnitzel restaurant was destroyed under and, a hail of Israeli missiles. <laughs> and if and if you do it, we'll organise Blackwell to go to the game with you because he's guaranteed to be on TV. Yeah, that guy's he's, he's got some sort of magnet shit in the, the, this, yeah. the just the draws cameras towards him. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous, get on it, folks.
This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And uh, don't forget to follow their game day account at our League Live. No doubt they'll be giving you the goodness all, all through the Rugby League World Cup and uh, and going forward, I guess, into the next season of um, the Rugby League season. And... Uh, Fantastic to meet Gordon from Sportsmate, and to, especially to hear about the one complaint they've ever had. They did have one complaint about this week in league. That was the question. Of, have you ever had a complaint from someone because of you know the the somewhat raw nature of our show on the on the on the somewhat polished and sophisticated nature of the Sportsmate <laughs> Rugby League Live app? And uh, they've had one one complaint ever in two years, and the person prefaced the complaint by saying. They're I'm a long, long, I'm a long time listener of this week in league, to which the response was, you know, paraphrasing. But if you were a long term, if you're a long time listener of this week in league, then you, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, I believe the complaint was, you know, he's five year old and his wife was in the car at the time. And if you're a long time listener of the show, you f- you fucking knew what you were getting into. So maybe maybe the wife was standing over him, was like, demanding, say- poking him and jabbing him, yeah. like you know, you tell him this and you tell him that. But uh, in any case, get the hand back in your relationship, bitch. We are start off with the grand final, hey? The <laughs> Melbourne Storm, 34, defeated the North Queensland Cowboys, 6. Now, I watched this game again on, well, what day is it today? Thursday. So, I watched it on Wednesday. Because, to be perfectly honest, I didn't enjoy the game live. I didn't enjoy it, and... I enjoyed the Fox live. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I just thought, wow... What a fucking ass whipping this game is, and so unentertaining. But then when I watched it in the cold light of day, sober, and you know, devoting my full attention to it, it was actually a fucking like the first twenty five minutes was a great battle. Yes, and it was a little brief period there where they got blown away eighteen nil, and then they brought it back again for probably another you know fifteen twenty minutes in the second half. Yep, and it wasn't until kind of the last tw- you know probably 15, 20 minutes of the game and when the Storm got a couple of, uh, you know, late ones to, to kind of blow them away. Um, the Storm, though, just far too good, far too good. Even when the, it was a good game, in quotes, and it was like a contest, you could still see the way they were getting through their sets compared to the way the Cowboys were getting through their sets and it was just this game of foursome backs and even when the Cowboys had a good set, the storm would come back, and they, and eventually their defence would, you know, crush the Cowboys five metres out after a kick, and then they'd struggle to get any yardage at all, and it, and and it just kept going, and there were some very narrow escapes for the Cowboys, um, and then when the first try came, it was a fucking long range try for the Cowboys attacking kick, uh, after the bedlam there, and there was a bit of a rest fault obstruction, uh, in there. Yes, but unfortunately the game's not really equipped to deal with that as a rule. Because uh, the ball's got to hit the guy, you know, like they, they can't really go too hard. And, like, if the ball hit the referee, then great, scrum pack right there, yeah. game over. Yeah. But it gets into a murkier space when, like, the referee's kind of uh, around the area where guys are trying to tackle guys and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So. Look, I'm, I'm not too upset with that. And, and no, I think- I'm not either. I was, I was, like, when I was watching it live when I was blind, but um, <laughs> watching it watching it over, I was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I think referees do their best to get out of the way yeah. in, in as best as they possibly can. Well, because they're, they're weak little humans. They don't want to get in the middle of the fucking... I will not have you sully the good name of Paranara. 
<laughs> Actually, we better be fucking careful. Because what? fucking... See what that Chechen fucker did? What? Well, State of Origin this year, New South Wales Police Facebook. Who do, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. He, who he, do a fucking fantastic job. Some Someone's gone. Radio. The thing these days are these memes and online things and they're they're engaging let's with put a friendly face on on our uh, exactly yep even their inbred brethren queensland police service yep um uh, before brisbane played penrith they put a tweet out that said uh, traffic heavy around suncorp as broncos and panthers vie for the honor of getting smashed by melbourne next yep. week which is great fantastic so new south wales police at state of origin time put out a joke meme that said Queensland's plan to win the game. And it was a picture of Chechen that photoshopped a Queensland jersey on it. Yeah. And Chechen's fucking feelings were hurt. Yeah. Demanded an apology, he did. His feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about them, you know, sullying his Questioning his integrity and, and stuff, yeah. Da, da, da. You know, on the football field, Chechen, I think you do a pretty good job at actually officiating games. He's gotten After better. After this, I have no doubt you're a fucking cunt of a human being. And anyone <laughs> that knows you is fucking worse off for doing so. Anyway. That's awesome. Finally, um, someone's on board with me. But North Queensland were... They, they North Queensland, they, they were tough. They hung in there. And the thing, you know, the one thing about their their game, which is like their one hundred percent completion game, and eventually, you know, staying close and getting over the end, doesn't work if you're not close. And believe me, you can't catch up with that yeah. kind of play. So then they forced into into something else, and ultimately, Melbourne's defence was just fantastic as well. And the way that they were clamping down and conceding penalties and everything, yeah, and just disrupting them, and not letting resetting, not letting them score. Yep. It was fantastic, and conversely, the way that they constructed some of the tries, like that uh, that try for uh, for Kafusi, the second try they scored, uh, the way that was constructed was beautiful. Um, they just kept set, they kept setting the Cowboys up, and with some of the younger guys and less experienced guys in there, they they just kept setting them up, and it was just enough. And then, like some of those tries in, there was a lot of garbage time yeah. sort of stuff at the end. Um, I know he's played in a grand final, and I know he's been like he's been in a lot of highlight reels this year. Is he close to one of the most underrated players? Who's that? Kafusi. Just his combination with Kronk on that right edge. Yeah, yeah. And, and the way he turns in tackles and... At the start of the season, I'm not going to say he was a liability, but they didn't quite have that fucking chemistry because I remember that the Storm would go out to him and that's where it would die. And if they should, and if they had to just let him run his line and pass behind him, yep, it would have been on. Yep. But fuck me, they perfected it very quickly, like bef- surely before the first ten rounds. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, so he scored so many tries. Yeah. Uh, he just runs fucking great lines, and look, when you've got guys like Smith and Cronk and Slater, I mean, those guys, uh, all you got to do is run your line. They'll fucking put it on you. Yeah. They'll put it right where it needs to be. Exactly. You just got to run your line and catch it when it comes, and you and you, you reap the rewards. And you know he's you know, he's like the the, the you know, he's the Wanda Sykes looking Steve Menzies to you know Billy Slater's <laughs> Cliff. <Lock. laughs> you know, I mean he's got that same he's got that same sort of thing going. I mean you can sniff this, out a try. This has been a year of progression. Fuck, you're talking about soccer. 
you're comparing Storm players to fucking Beaver and Lions. That's <laughs> fucking hell. I tell you, you the, the disappointment that I felt. I tell you what, if this we- fucking yes vote doesn't come up, at least I'll have this to keep me warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, and the, the day after the, the day after the game, um, we were, we were at the airport waiting for our flight home, and the storm were like two gates down or whatever, and they. Half of them had turned up, but not all of them. There was still like you know they they still had probably half an hour to their flight left, so there was still you know a couple of stragglers coming through, and so we had the situation there where all the wankers got the the boarding call, and they're all standing up in a line. We're like, well, fuck that, we're not going to stand in the line. So we sort of were waiting away from our gate, and uh, just watching the storm guys roll through. And um, the biggest, most disappointing moment of my weekend was when our line completely evaporated and we were like the last people to get on the flight and we had to go and check in and Kafusi was like 15 metres away. I'm like, I'm like, oh, God damn, if he had to come, I would have got a photo with Wanda Sykes. It would have been tremendous, but um, alas. And, uh, and same, for, oh, same for Vooney as well. They were the stragglers. I'll tell you. Good um, old monster. Most of them, every player I saw except for one seemed to, be, seemed to have their shit together. They, yep. they they weren't they weren't none of them were dressed well they were dressed in Melbourne Storm sports gear like polos and stuff media no, polos well they, they I, all they all had their champions t-shirt yeah well some no not all of them some some had like polos but then some had the champions oh, t-shirt the, the premiers t-shirts yeah they were the um the auxiliary it, staff had the yeah polos. I suppose so yeah but um, players had the the champ shirts and then. Then Munster rocks up, and there was some. Well, the, the one thing there's a lot, so many Melbourne Storm fans around catching flights, especially in that one near where we were having uh, breakfast or whatever. Well, you would assume so, but that's um, the gate with the flight going to Melbourne. No, but that was because the Storm were like they were more, they were further down, they were further down than these guys. But um, but these smells like the amount of players and stuff that walk past these people, and they were fucking oblivious. And you're like, yeah. You should be fucking blowing these dudes. Seriously, they just gave you a great weekend. But um, one family, they knew the players and they were getting photos and grabbing photos with everyone as they went past. Young young kid, probably about 10 years old or something like that, getting a photo with Cameron Munster. And Munster... The kid got drunk by Munster breathing. The kid nearly got dragged to the ground because he was pretty much the only thing keeping (laughs) Munster stand. For all the players who were perfectly, like like I'm just trying to think of top of the head players I saw, like Fox, for example, he was perfectly fine. He was Um, absolutely fine. The Proctors were... Yeah, they're fine. They look sharp. Yep, yep. But I tell you, Munster, he was so fucking pissed he could barely stand up. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute fucking disgrace. Um... And oh, and I know who else was absolutely fucking blind drunk, Bellamy. Because I tell you, I've never seen that dude just wandering around with the biggest smile on his fucking it face. <laughs> it was like he'd been to the dentist and like overdosed on. <laughs> I've never seen the guy smile so much in my I'll life. I'll tell you what, if there's one person they're not going to ask to piss in a cup in two days. <laughs> <laughs> but look, yeah, well done, Storm. Uh, congratulations yeah. to their fans. I mean, they they thoroughly deserved their win on the night. They thoroughly deserved their win just based on the on their their dominance and, uh, and the way they went about their entire season. Um, I said this to a couple of people over the course of the weekend, and yeah, my my distaste for the storm and and the way they've gone about things has been well documented. And in the past, they've won premierships on the back of, you know, I, I guess you'd call it technicalities, you know? Yep. Um, they introduced the wrestle. There was the chicken wings. There was the slowing down the ruck. There was all of this storm-like behaviour. This year, it seemed they copped a bit of adversity. 
they played much more enterprising football. They were a lot more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they had some actual, um, I, I guess, unpolished talent out wide in the Fox and yep. and Gunny out there. And I think the fact that they got to where they got to playing such a different brand of football than they did last year is, is a testament to the team. So I'm happy enough with them coming through. The other thing is I have no idea why they are still about the only team in the competition that can play an 80-minute game of football. No fucking secret that the NRL goes for 80 minutes each game. Yep. You know, it, it's not like they fucking flip a coin and go, radio, you'll be kicking off, you're going that way, and this game is mm, 60 minutes. <laughs> it's the same fucking amount of time yep. every week. Yep. Think back to all the Melbourne Storm games you've seen. Yep. How many of their players ever look exhausted? Yeah. I mean, there's been games where they clocked off. Through there the has season, been. But, um, yeah. But think about other teams, and you watch and you see, especially, you know, props and second rowers, they are fucked. Yep. Even the well, look at this. This, this they, they turned Kafusi into an 80-minute player this year, in yeah. one year, space That's of one it. year. Yep. So how is it that they've consistently done that and no one else is catching up? Because the gap between them and everybody else isn't getting smaller. Yep. And believe me, there's plenty of fucking assistant coaches from the Storm one of them takes off every year and goes somewhere else. Yeah. So the information, the dissemination is, is there. You know what I mean? Like this, this, there's no, it's not like it's this secret fucking East German fucking thing where yeah. no one ever leaves and it's the secrets remain secrets. So fucking don't talk about coaches now. I'm still fucking bitter about that. <sighs> Two more years. <laughs> I've got fucking credit cards in my wallet that will expire before that cunt's contract will. Yeah. Well, at least the you know the, the thing is with credit cards. I mean, they don't expire. You know, unless something untoward happens, they don't expire early. Coaching, coaching, yeah, uh, coaching contracts can though. They can end really quick. Fucking six weeks get into coaching contract was bad enough. So that's what you can. That's what you need to cling to. <laughs> the other thing, the, lead pipe. This Billy Slater getting Clive Churchill once again. Another Clive Churchill wrought. I mean, Cameron Smith. Was so fucking dominant in this game. It was one of the best games I've ever seen him play. <laughs> and this is this is on this is on the back of a Dalian winning fucking best season. You know, one of the best seasons of this player. And this was potentially the best game of all of them. Yeah. But but Beery scores a couple of tries, and a, a try, and and yeah, assists one for Kafusi. And then he also flung it out for that one. He sort of started the the second one of the foxes as well out there yeah, at the end. Yeah, but he had three or four moments. Cameron Smith had a fucking game. Yeah, but yeah, that's just me. I don't. I don't. The one thing I didn't see. I mean, I wasn't looking at Twitter or anything through the game, so I don't know if people were crying or roared or whatever. But I thought it was really cut and dried though, and I didn't know who won on the night. And so when I watched the replay on Wednesday and then I saw, I assumed it was Cameron Smith. There was even a time with the commentators when I, when I think Sterlo said something like that, saying like, oh, you know, they're talking about Clive Churchill medals and 
I think, you know, Billy, Billy had a Clive Churchill medal and then I think, and then I was talking about Cameron Smith and I think, and this is like 50 minutes into the game or something and Sterling says, well, oh, he's getting what he's got one now and they're like, well, that's a bit early to call, call that ah. <laughs> and like, I hadn't thought it at that stage but at the end of the game, I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I mean, he probably should have won it. I'll tell you what, if it was an actual rort, rort yeah, it would have been Cronk. Just for the, yeah, just the, the Last story. game, yeah. last big three. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, but um, well done, Storm. Congratulations to the fans. Tweets, Dolores Gray. Cowboys haven't been fucked like this since Brokeback Mountain. I think Cowboys. I mean, they they, they showed a lot of a lot of heart and determination to to make a very difficult run to get to the grand final. I don't know, but I think but I think ultimately speak ultimately speaking though, they're probably one of the worst teams to play in the grand final in fucking ages. Warriors esque. Warriors 20, 2011, they they weren't terrific in my Almost. opinion. Roosters Bulldogs twenty fourteen weren't terrific. Roosters two thousand and three were horrendous and should have fucking ended themselves. <laughs> that whole fucking club should have folded. Um yeah, Parramatta two thousand nine. Yeah. They were also the beneficiaries of you know a tremendous. Plus, I, I, I thought Brokeback Mountain was fairly tender and romantic. He didn't say. He didn't. He just said they've been fucked. Like he's like, you know, he could have meant often, a lot. Doesn't necessarily mean. Okay. He didn't say gaped. So, or, or, you know. No, it wasn't gaped. It was. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going there. No, I was. I was just. I was just giving you. I was just giving you some breathing space <laughs> to finish your thought. Like every every fucking thing I'm saying this week. Do you know how many people last weekend said. Oh, I started listening when I was 14. Oh, really? Fucking hell. We're going to start talking about social responsibilities or some <laughs> shit just, just so I can sleep at night. <laughs> well, no, we, we, we didn't meet any cockheads, though. So, I mean, obviously, they, they turned out all right. Oh, yeah. yeah fantastic. It's, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. They turned out fine. A couple of guys giving a Dutch rudder in the bathroom. Shane Aaron Elvis, congratulations the Storm. Always had that edge in the competition this year, but how long will you get to keep this one? Hashtag Team Evil. Uh, Seagull Spur. Storm in a canter and PNG flogged. Thank fuck Manly, we're here to keep everyone happy and brew dreams. Do come true. Hashtag the People's Club. Uh, Aussie Jack Flash, all you bitches bowed down. The Storm are the best, no doubts about it. Hashtag last ride for the big three. Hashtag Purple Pride. Brandon Vaudry, the, in quotes, gay rights activist, sung his gay song, and I didn't jerk off the guy next to me. And then everyone went on, on with their day, especially the guy next to me who was jacking me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Lovely. Shana 86. Has anyone won Bathurst in third gear? Fuck me dead. <laughs> <laughs> and the final word to our friend, Mr. Wars. Who uh, with our host with our apartment when when the guy's giving us the 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 show around of all the features and everything at the start he's like and this uh, this iPhone is yours for you know for your stay and you can make free calls to Singapore blah 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 you know some other places and so as soon as he's out there first thing we're like who do we know over Singapore Sam let's bring him up on our, on our free phone and the fucking grumpy cunt yeah he's like oh, oh yeah do you guys what do you think this yeah. cost me a fortune I'm answering this in fucking Oh, fuck you then. It's not costing you shit, motherfucker. We're using our, our free hotel phone. Show some gratitude. Is there some fucking weird thing? We're, we're trying to include you. We're trying to include you in fucking 
in the weekend, man. Although, you know, later on that night, yeah, he, he did, did try a solid by proxy. Yes, but um, you know, went above and beyond. Yep, true. He did. I apologise. Take it all back. He's still a cunt. Yep. And his tweet was, uh, Suck a dick, North Queensland, and your shit fans. Enjoy Centrelink, you bludging cunts. And Melbourne, enjoy it now before it's stripped, you bag of scraped out babies. <laughs> Fuck, the longer the Broncos go without a premiership, <laughs> the angrier that cunt gets. <laughs> and um, look, we, it, it, would be, uh, it would be a waste if we didn't mention... The Panthers 42 defeating the Hunters 18. Uh, a scoreline which is uh, far closer than it needed to be after they were in front 38-2 at halftime. But um, <laughs> they went. They, they basically didn't come out in the second half and they still won fairly comfortably. Uh, I was saying last week that the Hunters, like that game was such a punt. It was a great result for the yeah. game, blah, blah, blah. But that game against the Sunshine Coast Falcons was fucking such a punish to watch because... Of the errors and just uh, it was it was awful and 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 I said if the hunters brought that game to the interest championship blah blah whatever it's called um, they were going to get fucking lapped and it was worse than by the time we got to halftime it was worse than I ever could have dreamed and luckily the Panthers you know maybe they got a call from Mister Interest or something just like look. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe Greenberg went to the dressing room and look guys you're fucking it up for us here <laughs> this is supposed to be a celebration of fucking PNG doing something finally and you're fucking it up boys well no in, in the first half PNG were just a bit tired <laughs> Penrith made them fucking carry their kit bags all the way down the fucking trail <laughs> but um no the absolute fucking team of destiny beat everybody in New South Wales they were going to smash the shit out of anything Queensland could throw but Queensland are so fucking pathetic they couldn't even win their own competition Tony Satini he's got to be hands down one of the the, the fucking the goat fucking reserve grade centres oh. <laughs> that guy can fucking te- <laughs> he can tear it up like fuck yeah um, <laughs> dude's a Jamie Lyon of the fucking reserve grade he can kill it and, and the fucking sad thing is and I know there's some dropsies in that team that there are some Definite dick fingers in that team. Yep. But the amount of those cunts that should have been playing first grade this year. Yeah. It. Oh, you know, but fucking. Well, they're ones that did, like, you know, like Kickout and that, that did, but should have been maybe yeah, more crucial. Did. You know. But then all of a sudden we're fucking trotting Brown out because mm-hmm. he's putting comments in the paper every week about how much he loves Griffin. Yeah. Fuckhead. Okay, the goat photos. <laughs> As they're known in the business. <laughs> Luke Williamson had a set of them yes. back in the day for Manly. Lewis <laughs> so, um, well, Brown currently has some of them, I well, believe, as well. <laughs> it's fantastic to have something to cheer about grand final day. Yeah, and finally, the only the only game that was actually a fucking good game of footy was the uh, the, the final ever a Holden Cup. Uh, 20s game with the Mighty Manly Seagulls 20 defeating the Paramount Eels 18. Eels out 14 nil after 14 minutes and it was looking pretty ominous. Uh, momentum turned, it was back to 14-10 at half time. Momentum continued, it was 14 all. Eels scored, uh, conversion hit the post, giving them a narrow lead. And uh, fuck, I rode that last two minutes home in that game as much as I've ever ridden anything in first grade. <laughs> Needed a fucking win, got a win, and uh, it was it was glorious. Um, it was a it was a glorious end and uh, and we were talking about this before we started recording. We we're going to do something at the start of the show about it, but look, Manly with an eternal premiership championship trophy now, it can never be taken away. They're the eternal champions of the twenties forever and forevermore. Uh, the Panthers won the the, the national interest uh, playoff 
Cup thing, Kings of Australian Reggie Orange Peelers, and Dragons for all the wins they had over Manly and Penrith this year, and the West Tigers for those who wanted to extrapolate to past hosts of the show. For all of those wins you had, and the tremendous for and against, you didn't even raise a cup full of cunt, a cup full of cold water <laughs> to pour into your fucking salty little cunts <laughs> on a year in which you won absolutely fucking nothing, despite your achievements, alleged achievements, air quote achievements, yeah. over the host, former and current of this show. It, look. I get that underperforming in your club is okay. Mm-hmm. And I get that almost getting there is somehow twisted into an achievement. Um, Participation trophies are still trophies. Dan Cogger away. True. I'm just curious how early next year you're all going to start on the... Well, at least 2019 will be better. <laughs> so, um, I just... We couldn't let the see. We couldn't let the last game of the season pass without once again reiterating the utter failure of the Dragons. What a fucking season! Manly is still penniless, bitch. Dragons still fucking choke. Provoke the choke! I mean, rugby league's alive and well. <laughs> Griffin extended forevermore. The five-year plan is now about twelve, but it's still good. <laughs> How long do you get in jail for raping someone with scissors? Well, would that be would that be rape or would it be attempted murder? I'd sticky tape them to my dick. Oh, so, okay, so now we're talking like some sort of like budget saw scenario. Okay. <laughs> Still probably attempted murder. <laughs> via via the vagina. <laughs> no, Griffin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. The Griff Joiner. Mercy killing. Yes. Just get those euthanasia laws through and you'll be right. <laughs> if only we knew someone that worked in some sort of medical capacity who that if we could organise just a routine visit could fucking Mr. Robot into the system and accidentally change what's Book of lobotomy. injected into him. If only. Oh, speaking of terrible injuries though, poor old fucking fence and got shunted. He did, and I don't think I don't think it was something that was massively critical towards the result. I mean, the Cowboys actually did respond fairly well when it happened. Look, going to man but, down is never easy. But, but uh, holy shit! Have we had an idea of how bad that is? Is that Yayi bad or? I don't think it's Yayi bad. Okay, things like an Anderson Silver situation, so he should be all right, provided he's not going to kick anyone. But um. It was nice for the Cowboys. Did you see when he got back to New Zealand? He must have been well after the other guys. Like, you know, it must have been held back. Yeah. But um, they had like a little balloon arch thing, Cowboys and everything. There was fans there and everything cheering him. And yeah. he was yeah. just, yeah, he, he wasn't looking happy as, as, you know, as you wouldn't be because yeah, that was it. fucking... You know when it's painful, when he's like immediately like, just give me the fucking smack. <laughs> Straight away. <Yeah. laughs> But I mean, even, even when we watched it live, we were like, oh, fuck, that's his, his knee's fucked. Yeah, like, he just blasted his knee. Yeah. Didn't even notice the fact that his legged... Everything else was gone. Yeah. Yeah, nasty. Sickening, sickening, uh, sickening injury. So I uh, wish the young fellow well. But what a fucking... Like, your first grand final, after playing for underachieving shit cunts for so many years, Yeah. you finally book a ticket to a good team, get to a, get to a grand final. 
go out the and first three minutes yeah, or something like three. that you just fucking you, you just smashed I mean it, which minute he went out I mean like th- third minute of game time 20 minutes of actual play because it took a fucking long time for him to sort yeah. out the green whistle and get him off there but that was fuck just terrible Okay, back again for the last time in 2017, or for the 2017 season, for the Ask Nat segment. Welcome, Nat Sinclair. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Excellent. They felt better. Good. I'm glad. Other other heads, other heads, not so much. <laughs> so, how was Grand Final Day? It was. It was good. Like the day was good. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, as we went on like this boat cruise during the day um, and everything was going well. But then, yeah, one of my friends just had one too many. So then um, I kind of spent the grand final time. I watched the first five minutes and then um, ended up catching a train home with her. So that was good. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't you though this time. It wasn't me though. So like I'm I'm, getting better, you know, I'm happy about that. (laughs) Because in the past it has been me. So good times, more mature. (laughs) Yep, and uh, there are plenty of people with us that had the... The same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was one too many. It was uh, it was ten too many. Ten too many. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a, there's a couple of young there were a couple of youngsters mm-hmm. in there as well that were you know kind of you know hanging with the big dogs. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, thankfully they had the the good, the good sense to drink like five liters of water at half time and everything yep. and just try and calm it back and then yeah yep. before the shots came out again and stuff so mm-hmm. um, worked out well. I don't think we had too many casualties. That's excellent uh, to hear. I'm overall, glad you're all very responsible. Yeah, there was no, uh, there, were, there were definitely no, uh, no incidents, and Excellent. as far as I know, there were no people RSA'd, which is, which is good. There's an improvement on last year because last year there were definitely two. I was one of them, so, <laughs> so, so this year, we, yeah, and as far as I know, no one was mugged this year after afterwards. Oh, great um, to hear! I'm so glad. So, so all in all, I think it was, uh, it was very successful, certainly our most successful. I mean, as far as like numbers and things like that, and just, just a damn fun weekend all around, really. I'm glad to hear. So, so it was, uh, it was very, very good. Um, now, what did you think of the game itself? Well, I've watched it back now, and, like, I thought that it started promising. Um, and then it kind of just, you know, as Melbourne always do to everybody, they just humiliate them in the end. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of, like, let you in, and they're like, mm, nah, and they just turn it on um, like they did to the Cowboys. You know, they, they tried, but they just were never really going to get anywhere. Um, yeah. On on sober rewatch, I actually thought felt like the game was closer than I did when I was watching it. The first twenty or so, live. I was like, oh, here we, they might be alright. But I remember when I was watching it live too, when that Kafusi try happened, I was like, yeah. okay, that's game, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And as it turned out to be the case, I mean, they mm-hmm. they put up periods of struggle though, that you know that I didn't real that I wasn't really, I don't know, I didn't pick up on when I was watching it, you know, <laughs> yep. live. Like, there were definitely moments where they, where they, they you know, they had some opportunities and everything like that, but yep. Storm, Storm are too good in Way the end. too good. Way too good. And so your boys got a premiership, or, or I don't even they know what they did. call it, what a, like a championship, I a guess. A state championship, I guess, and they're all yep. very happy. So, yeah, that's great. Yay. <laughs> I'm just yep. a bit like, I'm, you know, I know that it's great to care about your lower grades, and, and I do, that's awesome, but... I just want a first grade premiership. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I just want Look, them to win the premiership. I'm really over it. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking any. If you're lifting a trophy on Grand Final Day, your premiers. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm so happy to see the oh. mighty Manly Seagulls win the prem, win the win the premiership, not a prem the premiership. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like every year we win. We, usually we win some sort of premiership, like whether yeah. Well, you're spoiled for yeah. You, you're kind of spoiled for like twenties yeah. and stuff like that yeah, success. 100%. So yeah. So it's just like yeah, cool. Like let's translate to first grade, and I'm over it. So <laughs> yeah. Yep. Really hoping for 2018. But you know that's you know they they you know they keep putting guys like Kickow in reserve grade. Yeah, he's a gun. I so, love that guy. Yeah, he is a gun. He would have been awesome in the first grade at the end of the year, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm not I'm then. not I'm not hook. So you know what do I know? Let's just put Tim Brown in every week, yay! <laughs> yeah, I think that the only reason you guys got to the second week of the finals because he was out. Blake, Blake got injured and Brown got injured. I'm doing air quotes because I think maybe he might. I don't know how injured he was. Maybe a someone was. Yeah, it was a strategic yeah. injury, like, like take one for the team. We do that all or maybe time, got Tonya so. Harding. Yeah, but uh, so that was best thing. strategic injuries. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Our club yeah, is a lie, yeah. basically. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> now, um, it gave people the, the last opportunity to to uh, send through some Ask Nat uh, questions for 2017. So, well, the first one was from Solzy04, and I have to say he was... Definitely, like one of the last, mm-hmm. you know, last ten people standing, if not, mm-hmm. maybe even more. I think he was still drinking on the bar tab at the very end. Like, mm-hmm. why? You know, he finished it off. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he's he said, uh, "How was the cruise, and was it worth missing the meet up with the illustrious Twill Nation?" <laughs> well, if I could take things back, you know, I'd definitely RSA my own friend. Um, <laughs> the cruise was very good, but I was very disappointed to not make it. All right. Um, <laughs> Cavernous Hope says, "What are your thoughts on being a stepmom? Asking for a friend? <laughs> Do you think I'm ready for that sort of commitment? Right at this stage of my life? No, you're a child yourself. Well, what, exactly. what business do you have raising other children? Exactly. <laughs> they got a comment from, um, let's say Sam sent it through Facebook. He said, uh, "Thanks for a great year contributing to this week in league. You've elevated the pod even further, and I know I'm not the only one looking forward to your takes next year." Oh, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to oh, next year to a fresh new year. That was Sam who lost the taco bet too. And he did. I don't know if I cashed it. So well, have to hold it for next year. Yeah, I'll have to. Because I know I had some tacos, but I've got them damn things myself. Bloody hell. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah, that was a Saturday night. That was that was yeah, that was an, that was another interesting night with some crazy shit. Um that was the quiet night of the two. The quiet night. And, uh, mm-hmm. You can't see me doing air quotes. <laughs> There was no quiet night, was there? Um, it was. It was. It's definitely quieter than grand final night. I mean, because it yeah. started at seven, you know, sort of yeah. finished at like eleven or whatever. But wasn't quite as quiet as I anticipated mm. or perhaps hoped for. But um, yeah. still awesome. Yeah, awesome, awesome night. Um, oh, what else do you, do you have? Anything else you'd like to comment comment on before you sign up? Sign off for the year. I mean, we've got the the Twillies next week. They happen. They're going to happen on Friday week. So not this Friday, mm-hmm. but Friday of next week. We yeah. do that one live. Amazing. Um, so that can be listened to live, and fun. usually we have alcohol on hand for that one, and it turns out to be messy. The one that you hear on the podcast turns is kind of far different to the one live because the live one, yeah, it's pretty loose. Yeah, and, uh, you're trying to assemble that into something amazing, you know, something more more listenable for the. But that's we have a lot of categories going on. Uh, one of the categories is the for the first lady. I saw on this week in league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, be, becoming more. I mean, we sort of introduced that one three years ago, I think, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's becoming hot. You know, it's becoming. You know, it's heating hotly up and becoming contested. more hotly contested. 
I have no doubt about it. We uh, we had some ballots that we uh, got some members to fill out just to sort of um, give us some options on what they think the various uh, contenders should be for each of the categories. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of them, like, you know, team of the year, like, you know, fullback yeah. and wingers, blah, blah, blah. All the, all the sort of Dally M stuff plus some more niche things. Yeah. But uh, I have no, I haven't, I haven't looked at them yet. They're still in the envelope in my suitcase that I haven't unpacked. But um, I'm no doubt that your name is going to appear on the ballots. I mean, do you, do you, would you like to do any campaigning? Some campaigning. <laughs> While you have the chance. <laughs> oh my god! I need more time to prepare something. <laughs> Can you just let me win something because my team refuses to, even with all the potential in the world? Oh, pity. That's 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 a good angle. Yeah, the pity thing. So yeah. <laughs> Can we just say that you know I thought we were going to come second this year and we didn't. So. Yep. And, and also, yeah, I will and, never cheer my team to a grand final, even after five years of chances. So, based on that, I think I deserve to win something on my own. Well, I think, I, I think you probably locked it up with that pitch. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> There's other categories as well. I, I have a feeling you'll appear in some other categories as well, but uh, far be it for me to say and, and you know, predict what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, those are the judging or the, sorry, the voting for those will be uh, commencing over the next couple of days anyway and then people Amazing. have about a week a week to knock out their votes and and, uh, and get in there and have their say and uh, and yeah and uh, ultimately decide who wins uh, the, the the most illustrious awards Amazing. in Cannot rugby wait. league and oh, I don't say that lightly I mean because I just say like the RLPA have, they've never threatened to boycott the Twillies yeah there we go so they've never even thought about it so because they're just they're untouchable like that's not even an option for anybody Exactly. I mean, they, they 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 were prepared to risk a backlash by not showing up to the Dally M's, which no one would have cared they, about anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they they yeah, but they are they know they know they know the deal. Yeah, they're they not, do. Uh, they're they're not stepping away from this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, on behalf of uh, of Jay and myself, just like to say thank thank you very much for thank your you appearances guys. this thank year, you. and uh, it has brought it, it's brought it a, an excellent and, and you know, different different element to the show, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's a really positive thing. Can't wait to see you again uh, next, next year, year on the yeah. show. And uh, thank you for embracing. Thank me, you, everybody. No problem. Um, and I can't wait for next year. Excellent, and uh, yeah, better luck. Mm. Better luck next year to your guys. Thank you. <laughs> you all too. <laughs> hey, oh, 2017 premiers. What are you talking about? We won. No, oh, yeah. You- <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that. Very important. You won the Jibber Jabber Cup or whatever it's called. I don't know. But... <laughs> oh, God, at least you won something. Yeah, damn straight, man. I'm taking it. There you, you know, go. You should have you, you seen, seen me at the bar riding that last, the last two minutes of that game home. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, come on, please give me something to been, the next five months. It wouldn't have mattered, wouldn't have mattered first grade or whatever. It was just You'll <laughs> it take was exactly anything. the same. Oh, yeah. Believe it. All right, oh, thanks, for, thanks again. I'll Thank talk to you, you next year. Sounds good. That's it. Full time for episode 275. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Uh, so make sure you share the post, hit the like buttons and everything like that. And thank you for everyone who sent us messages through Facebook through the year as well. We had our Dan met at the meetup and he uh, they came down uh, from Brisbane. And uh, That's right. came, came to the meetup. Uh, he sent us a picture through Facebook of... Um, I, I do fucking apologise. Because I was meeting so many new people. 
<laughs> and then I'm meeting them and like, no, we've met you before. The Brit- oh, like, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> felt like a right fuckhead, so. That's the thing, though, when you meet a lot of people, like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it takes a few times to stick. But, um, which is so good about this one because you get to have some proper conversations with people and, you know. I'm doing fucking name know. tags next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. But, uh, yeah, sent us through a photograph that, uh, like, his daughter took, um, a screenshot of the TV. They were like only a couple of rows back, right behind the post. And yep. so I was like, "Look for the, like you see a purple. Look for the green hoodie in there." And it's so fantastic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Um, iTunes. We've got a new review this week from uh, someone named Space Monk Gucci Gang. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like that could have been any one of us <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> Five stars to greatness and beyond. Great pod, best there is for footy around. Great work, Nate and Jay. Keep up the good work. P.S. Make the pods longer. Aren't you going to be disappointed this week, sir? Uh, of course, you can give us a review. I guess you'll have one more chance to give us a review this season. Uh, just take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to the sports and rec category. Check out the What's Hot section. We're usually like second on the list there. So uh, click in there. Choose a rating. Leave a review. Get it on. Now, tipping. The tipping competition has concluded for the season. And uh, when you're looking at 1v2, they were almost neck and neck, almost got identical scores over about the last eight weeks of play. Uh, Mad Dog did the right thing and purposely, you know, he well, he correctly assumed that Lynn would go for the Storm, the safe bet in the grand final. And he did the right thing and split and said, OK, I'm going for the Cowboys and you know, putting it all on the table. Unfortunately, he was unsuccessful, so that's a two-point win at the end. 140 uh, to Lynn, and who's changed her name from Am I Winning to Am I Winning? Yes, I am. <laughs> so, Lynn is the winner. Second place, Mad Dog. And then we go to uh, DSAP, Kylie, Thacos, Heavy Nova, TBI Dragons, Fabs, Pud99, and Desi's Ducks. And all those guys within about five points in the end. Um... Just uh, wanted, uh, I think Lynn, as a result of her fantastic tipping effort, I think she's earned herself a free membership next year. And also, to in the interest of fairness, the Wendells, Michael, who is the uh, coach, super coach of the Wendells, uh, who was leading or up there for most of the year and ultimately won the super coach one, you can have one as well. And uh, so I think we should reward, you know, fine efforts over, you know, over long periods of time for the season and thing like that. So you guys have got yourself a free one next time around. Anything else you want to add? I'm shit at tipping in Supercoach. So. Did you even enter a tip this no, season? I didn't. I finished about 45 or whatever, which is probably my best in years. I will next year. Yeah, okay. I'll get in and put it on. Supercoach, though. Fuck that shit. I'll, I'll play Supercoach in the sense that I'll set the competitions up for everyone else. I'll, I would play Supercoach if it was draft. Okay. Not the poll everyone just has the same yeah. fucking players and well maybe we'll do that maybe we set up draft ones next year mix it up a bit because as far as like the overall ones concerned the you know the groups and everything are going to be the same like you know the people who accumulate the best scores overall but I think draft might add a bit of a level of difficulty to it the other thing I was thinking of next year yep is the last man standing yeah we can do that we have the ability to do that with the with the footy tips thing so have one of those run in and uh you know, pick one winner. Yep. Each week. Yep. Throw your cash in at the beginning. Yep. 
last man standing takes and then just start it again, run as many of those through the season as... Oh, okay. So, yeah, when it's over, it's just so you're doing the start again. start again. again. Okay. Get into it. Cool. We can do that. And then fucking whatever that is, throw it on the bar at the meetup or... Yep, yep. Yeah, that would work. That'd be good. I see. I mean, I've got, I got nothing else to add. I'm fucking tired, let me tell you. So am I. Having trouble. I haven't just... Like, I was I was perfectly fine afterwards. Like, the morning after, once again, backed up. Couldn't find the Vietnamese. Couldn't get the fucking... The bar me, though, but that's all right. Oh, thank Christ for that. Oh, I tell you. I was fucking hanging for one, but... Um, felt great. Uh, very tired, though. Every day since, I've been very tired. It's the sleep that's the part that's having... Uh, I'm having trouble catching up. And, yeah, uh, no. It's... And without my and without my pharmacist with me, <laughs> giving me things to wake up and things to go to sleep, <laughs> life's just a little bit harder. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the best thing I've I, I got a dodgy dodgy uh, dodgy chemist in the city. Yeah, gone in. Look, you know what? I I really just need to go home and rest, and I can't. What do you recommend? Oh, some herbs. Some this, some that, or some Valium. Don't I need a script for that? No, I know you. (laughs) (laughs) One step removed from buying it off the internet. (laughs) Uh, All good. Fantastic. That's it. We'll get the Twillies info out soon. Yep. Yep, and uh, thanks thanks to everybody. I mean, if we're going to send email these surveys out, then that probably will delay it a little while, and it might make it be it might make it Friday the twentieth. I think because people have probably have a couple of days to get these back, yeah. and then you know rather than me just arbitrarily putting up tomorrow or the next day, so yeah, nice. so we we might delay them to the twentieth, but that's cool and. Um, give a chance to have some, and give you a chance to book it out too because what people who don't know with the Twillies we do it on a Friday the reason why is because we do it live so it'll sort of kick off about 9pm 9, uh, 9 on a Friday night and uh 10pm Sydney time 10pm Sydney and it gets, it gets fucking loose we're drinking this year we'll we uh we have some uh we, we've got some grey goose uh from our good friend the magician Shane Aaron Elvis in uh in uh, the UK yes. who uh, who sent us some grey goose so there's also some Patron. I know there's Patron left over from last year Christ. as well. So, I mean, we we left, you know, a, quarter, a third of a bottle or half a bottle of the last time. You think I'm just going to fucking just sit here and just drink it for shits and giggles? No. Hang on to that for the, <laughs> for, for the next Twillies and that'll be this one. So, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do a couple of shots and uh, we'll have some drinks and you guys do the same and we'll, uh, we'll do it live. Lovely work. That's how it works. So, it does come out as a podcast after after the fact. But uh, it's always, historically speaking, it's always better to be there live. There's a chat room in there, and uh, yeah, everyone has a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, definitely try and do that if you can. And uh, yeah, that's it. Good stuff. Talk to you. Well, we'll get to see you at the Twillies. Done. <laughs>